This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Talk money to me. Hello 2022. Welcome to Talk Money To Me, your need-to-know financial podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the holiday season and were able to sit back and relax. So this is our first recording back from our break. So again, welcome everyone back to Talk Money To Me. I'm Candice Burke. And I'm Felicity Thomas. Now, our chat today is not personal advice. And even though we're registered financial advisors at Shore and Partners, please note that this podcast and the content discussed does not constitute as financial advice, nor is it a financial product. The content on the show is general in nature and you should seek professional appropriate advice before making your financial decisions. Now here at Talk Money To Me, we're all about talking and making money, investable ideas, ways to better manage your wealth and the tools to help educate you on your financial landscape. That's right. So on our show, you can expect to hear lots of great ideas, pre-IPO listing opportunities, already listed businesses exploding with growth, as well as awesome insights from our experts and special guests. You know, we've been busy in our break lining up some stellar interviews for you all. You know, just around the corners reporting season, and we've reached out to a few ASX top 200 companies to sit down with their CEOs and go over the latest financial figures and growth outlook for the business. On top of that, we'll also be exploring once again, you know, conversations like the property market, ways to get into the hot, hot, hot housing market, as well as also discussing other financial strategies such as, you know, benefits like the investment bonds, ideas like debt recycling. Maybe you've heard of that. We're going to go into it, contributing into your super fund and why that's important. Thanks to everyone who has been listening in and tuning into our socials and you recently reached out with a couple of your questions and also shared some interesting stocks that you're currently holding in your investment portfolio. Yeah, I mean, we're really trying to ramp up our socials, if you haven't noticed. And we also wanted to kind of change up this need to know episode. Instead of delving into a strategy, we want to answer all your questions as well as kind of share something interesting to us at the moment and something a bit more current. So let's deep dive straight into the listener questions and remember you can always send us questions via email at tmtm at equitymates.com or through instagram now our handle is at talk money to me podcast so the first question is westpac a good buy now at its current prices so candace we'll let you take this one so all right of the big four banks the australian big four banks i'm talking about Obviously, the preference out there, it varies from different house to house, but what we're saying at the moment is ANZ, Westpac, NAB, and then CBA, and there's a few reasons for that order. Firstly, if we look at ANZ and Westpac, you know, on a PE multiple, so price to earnings, they're probably looking the most attractive for the price you pay out of the bunch. And at the moment, you know, at the time of this recording, ANZ has a PE of 13 times, with Westpac being 14 times. And by the way, today we're recording on Tuesday, the 18th of Jan, 2022. Versus NAB, on the other hand, sitting more around 15 and a half times and CBA being quote unquote the most expensive on a PE multiple at 20 times. So if you also think about the share price, you know, to answer the Westpac question, is it a good buy? 
Well, Westpac's definitely been the most volatile of the big four banks in the past year, and that's mainly due to the intense, you know, competitive pressures that the business felt in the later half of 2021, which ultimately led to margin pressures being impacted. And they've also had to fork out a lot of customer refunds and litigation costs. So that's never positive for a bank and it's getting a lot of bad press and headlines as well. And I think the bank hasn't fully recovered, in my opinion, from the corporate regulator, which launched its attack. You know, there was a couple of uh, court cases against Westpac for their widespread compliance issues and their failures in the anti-money laundering space. So, you know, lastly, remember that Austrac and Westpac, they settled this dispute where Westpac had to agree to pay back a whopping $1.3 billion as a penalty fine. So that's a big number. It's a big chunk in their balance sheet. You know, fortunately, they're a large enough bank to handle this, but obviously the markets responded negatively to the news. So, you know, I'm not, I'm going to answer the question without really answering the question, so to speak. Classic broker way to answer this question. But if we look at the street, the price target is $24.94 to reach, which is roughly a 16% upside. So you could say that brokers are optimistic out there and positive on Westpac to eventually get back on track. And someone also asked, you know, how many ETFs in individual companies is too many? Like what's a good makeup? What do you think on that, Felicity, your thoughts? That's an interesting question and I guess one that we kind of get all of the time. You know, for me it really depends on the size of your investment portfolio. You know, I prefer to have no more than 20 to 30 highly concentrated positions. You know, our investment philosophy is to have a high conviction portfolio of stocks, ETFs or managed funds that you are planning on holding for a very long time rather than buying and selling constantly. Uh, I recently read a book, um, The Little Book of Behavioral Finance, and essentially what it says, and this is something that you need to need to listen to, the best portfolios are the ones that literally people set and forget and they do not play around with. So, you know, I believe, you know, stick to what you know, you know, what you're interested in as well. For example, if you want to focus more on domestic shares, then perhaps you can pick direct stocks in the you know, Australian market, for example. And then, you know, you don't too, know too much about international equities. Then you pick an international ETF. Then you're actually able to diversify into other markets, spread your risk. And, you know, you're focusing on the market that you actually, you know, I guess, have your finger on the pulse. Yeah. A good way to actually do this, and I guess to kind of paint a picture, is to look at a core satellite approach. So your core might be your direct Australian equities that you know very well, and the satellite could be the ETFs, or you could do it the other way around where you have your core ETFs and your satellite individual stock picks. I think that's probably a little bit more common. What do you think, Candice? Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it kind of leads into the next question we had, which we won't jump the gun yet, but you can also have have your satellite ideas as thematics, right? So you can pick a theme, mm-hmm. whether it's medicinal marijuana, AI, robotics, you know, futuristic technology, whatever that theme might be that you think it's a really great high conviction idea, but I don't want it to be my entire portfolio, then chuck it in your satellite exposure. So good segue here. This sort of led to uh, another great thematic that we talk about a lot with our clients. And one of our listeners asked us directly, you know, our thoughts on the cloud computing investment space as a thematic. So Felicity, what's your thoughts? 
I'm really happy that this question was asked because, as you know, love thematic investing. And look, cloud computing is a mega trend, you know, and it has been for a while. We know it's one being one of the strongest growing segments of the technology sector. And given a lot of the world's data, software applications are still maintained outside the cloud, strong growth is forecasted. If you look at the global cloud computing market size, it's expected to grow from $445.3 billion in 2021 to US 947.3 billion by 2026, you know, which is growing at a CAGR of 16.3%, you know, during that forecasted period. Think of names like Dropbox, Salesforce, Workday, a good way to get this kind of exposure as well without picking the eyes out of different stocks would again be an ETF. And I know that BetaShares actually has a pure play cloud computing ETF. The ticker is CLDD on the ASX, which you know I think will give you some good exposure. Anything else to add, Candice? I think that's a great rundown and, you know, we're a massive fan of CLDD as an ETF. So definitely look that up, look up their fact sheet. And another way to think of it is cloud computing is literally changing the way businesses interact with their customers and it's therefore forcing businesses to shift their entire IT infrastructure and system onto the cloud. So if you're not on the cloud, you're likely going to get left behind because cloud computing is so important to, you know, some really big emerging themes like autonomous vehicles, AI, augmented realities, robotics, 5G, telecommunications, blockchain, the list goes on. So as an investable idea and a theme, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer for the revolution of tech that we're already living in. Also, our mates Alec and Bryce over at Equity Mates did an episode on this very topic. So head over to their podcast channel on whatever device you use and search for their episode Deep Dive Cloud 101. Yeah, so Natalie Puso, I hope I pronounced your last name right, kindly pointed this out to us uh, because she is the expert on that episode, which is pretty exciting. Now, this next question is a great technical one. So implications for buying US stocks and overseas tax returns potentially needing to be lodged. Yeah, this is a great question. Honestly, you know, tax keeps people up at night. So it's a, it's a really decent question. Well, that's it. The only thing certain in life. So when you start buying or selling shares in the US, your account should be set up with a W8 Ben form if you're buying your personal name or if in a company or trust, it'll be a W8 Ben E form. Now, this ensures there's no withholding tax applied as we actually have a tax treaty with the US. If you're an Australian resident for tax purposes and not a US citizen, you generally only need to lodge your tax return here. However, we're not accountants and we don't know your personal circumstances, so it's worthwhile checking with your tax accountant. I think one thing that I wanted to add here is you should actually consider the FX rate at the time. Currently, if you were to FX, you're instantly probably losing about 30%. So only look at US stocks if you're planning on holding long-term and companies that have growth to support the initial haircut. You can also look at managed funds that are hedged. Um, However, if you look at unhedged, the FX usually does come out in the wash over the long term. I hope that answered your question. But yes, speak to an accountant who knows your personal circumstances. Now, someone also commented, he actually said that he's worried about overexposure to potentially certain industries. So the question that was asked, do you need to diversify your stocks across multiple markets, sectors, countries, and companies? So what do you think, Candice? A hundred percent, a thousand percent, a bazillion percent, yes. 
definitely this is one of those no-brainers to us. You know, Felicity and I can't stress enough and we talk about it all the time with our clients and anyone that will really listen really to us is <laughs> don't put your eggs in the one basket. You know, diversification is key because it helps achieve your long-term goals and objectives. It's going to help reduce the impact of the market volatility for you. It also helps reduce the time you spend potentially worrying about your investments, like the comment, you know, am I too exposed to the one sector? Well, if you're diversified, you're getting rid of that worry, right? And you can do things like we talked about earlier. So you can get yourself set into diversified ETFs across multiple market sectors and multiple areas, because as we know, markets are pretty predictable. Nine times out of 10, when some areas of the markets are down, aka commodities, other parts of the markets will be up. For example, healthcare or technology or vice versa. So you're spreading your eggs, you're spreading your risk across multiple market, multiple baskets to ultimately help, you know, the to ultimately help promote the magic power of compounding interest, which is going to just grow and preserve your capital over time. So definite, I, definite do this. I think there's also probably one other thing we want to add here. You don't want to over-diversify either. There's no point having a portfolio of 100 different names with, you know, $500 in each name. So you can have over-diversification. So I think it's about finding that really right balance. The right balance. And like Candace said, if you have an ETF, you're only buying the one position, but you get a basket of shares. So if you're worried about diversification, that's probably the right way to go, you know, unless you have high, high conviction in these singular ideas. So staying on the ETF questions, we were also asked about investing in particular to the ethical ESG clean energy space. So in particular, one of our audience members asked, are there any clean energy ETFs? ETFs that we like and invest in. Yeah, so definitely. There are a few that we know of and that a couple are listed on the ASX. So I think I'll go through the pure play. So Van Eck Global Clean Energy ETF, the code is CLNE on the ASX. Now, this is a pure play energy. It holds 30 of the largest and most liquid companies involved in clean energy production and associated technology and equipment globally. Uh, it's relatively new ETF. It actually only started trading March 2021. So that's pretty exciting. You know, you could see this as an opportunity. So far, it's in the red. It's down about 13.5% since inception, which, you know, to us, it's an opportunity, right? It's misunderstood by the market currently. Clean energy is a long-term growth opportunity. So you're really investing in the global energy supply of the future, which, as you know, is transitioning away from finite non-renewable sources. It holds names that you probably wouldn't have heard of. Plug Power, Simons, Gamsia Renewable Energy, Brookfield Renewable Corp. I don't believe these are names that are widely known. Now, although this other ETF isn't a pure play energy ETF, it's one to mention in the fight against climate change and also kind of has one of those factors. So you've got BetaShares Climate Change Innovations ETF. The code is ERTH, again on the ASX. Now, this ETF provides exposure to a broad range of solutions, including your clean energy, your electric vehicles, energy efficiency technology, sustainable food, water efficiency, and pollution control. Now, this ETF it has a bigger basket with up to 100 leading global companies that derive at least 50% of their revenues from product and services that help to address climate change. Again, relatively new. Uh, inception date was also March 2021. That must have been the time that all the ETF providers were like, let's get green. Coming to market. Yeah, that's it. It has actually returned positive, a return of 9.48% since inception. But I believe it's because it's got names like 
Tesla, Hello. Um, you know, Ecolab, Neo, um, and Infanon Technology. So it's got more of the technology play, which we know has done very well. So hope that's a long-winded way to answer that question. Now, if you're looking for a broker, we had this question, which is something that we do get asked all the time. And who is the cheapest online broker? Well, there's a lot of cheap online brokers. You know, gone are the days where we used to pay, or in fact, like our parents and our grandparents' generations used to pay 5% brokerage fees. There's a whole bunch you can go looking for. I'm not going to name them all because we'll be here for days and days and days. However, here's a good tip. Go on to finder.com.au and it brings up a whole bunch of great options. You know, currently the list has got eToro. Have I said that right? eToro. eToro. <laughs> Sorry about that. eToro. <laughs> eToro. Obviously, I don't use this app. You can tell. IG Share Trading, Think Markets, Superhero, Go Markets and Self Wealth. Or, you know, if you want to also reach out to us, we'd be happy to have a conversation with you too. But remember, cheap isn't always the best. It's just like buying stocks. If it's falling off a cliff, have a look at it. Think about the reasons why. Sometimes it actually is beneficial for you to pay a little bit more to get advice that's really personalized to your situation. That's it. I mean, look at Tesla, for example, or CSL have never really been cheap, but great companies. Correct. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, What a way to start off the new year. We hope you liked that and we'll continue hopefully to do this if you're enjoying it and you also get to have all of your questions answered. So to kick start off the year, we want to mention 22 international stocks for 2022 that we actually believe have good growth prospects. Now I'm going to kick us off in just a moment, but first let's hear from our sponsors. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, CB. So here's 22 international stocks for 2022 that we believe have good growth prospects. Now, I'll start us off. The first one is ALK, Alaska Airlines, right? 
who is going near airlines. However, it's actually the fifth largest carrier in the US and has weathered COVID better than the larger US carriers as they have returned to profitability. Yay. So the price target of this idea is $80. So it's got around 55% upside from current levels. And true story, Alaskan Airlines, I think, is a unique business because a lot of other major airlines don't actually want to land when it's quite wintry weather. They just go, nah, don't want to do it. So these guys actually take, you know, a little bit more cautious risk. Yeah, let's call it cautious risk (laughs) and will land these smaller planes. So they are the ones that have the least amount of minimal impacts when it comes to the North American weather. So true fun fact there for you. All right. Number two is another no-brainer, Google. So Alphabet, everyone should know this company. So we're going to skip over the details and what they do. And the price target is, can you believe it? $3,925 per share, US we're talking, which is around 32% upside. So a tech play, that one. And then we've got AMP. Now it's not our Australian AMP capital. It's actually a Mary Price Financial, which is an asset manager in the US. So obviously the financial sector price target is $355. So approximately 19% upside from current levels. And then number four, we're jumping into the semiconductor tech space. So the business is analog devices, which the code is ADI price target of 220 USD, so approximately 20% upside for that one. Great. And then we have the code is ARVN and it's Arvinas. And this is a healthcare pharmaceuticals play. You know, we're thinking 2022 could be the year of the biotech thematic, which is, uh, I guess, this company is in clinical stage developing novel therapeutics to actually treat diseases using their propriety protect platform, which essentially is a protein degrader. Now, this could be the top pick of them all with a price target of $151. So it's got approximately upside of 125%. Definitely one to watch. And then number six is um, Back Bank of America, self-explanatory what this business does and what it's involved in. So why Bank of America? Well, consensus estimates have US GDP growth at 4% in 2022 and 2.5% in 2023. So essentially banks are typically GDP growth industry players. And unlike the last recovery that we saw, aka the GFC, you know, we're expecting back to even um, produce, you know, more solid results and participate in the growing economy with no distractions, fingers crossed, hopefully this time. So price target $64 US per share, which is 44% upside on current levels. Then we have Berry Global Manufacturers and Supplies. So again, probably something you've not heard of. The code is B-E-R-Y. This is in consumer packaging, goods in health, hygiene, as well as the pharmaceutical space in North America. Now, we believe the benefits of plastic packaging so lightweight, durable, support continued growth over time. And Perry's efforts to secure recycled circular feedstock is actually transitioning to a source of potential growth. So price tag of this one, $85. So that's 18% upside. And number eight coming in the race is Square, also known as Block. And it's a payments business. So if you've been purchasing goods of late, going out there shopping and you see literally a little white square device that you tap and go, well, that is square and that's what they're in the business for. And we think that the transformational afterpay acquisition will actually deepen the connection between the seller and the cash app ecosystem. So it's got to further enhance Block's positioning as a two-sided merchant and consumer payments network. So very large moat, this one. And we estimate that afterpay's acquisition could actually you know, accelerate the overall business by 18% gross profit margin in 2022 and 20% in 2023, which is inclusive of 400 million of 
all of the revenue synergies all tied up together. So price target on this one, $322 per share. So a whopping 78% upside, definitely one to watch. Then we have CHK, which is Chesapeake Energy in its oil and gas company with mines in the US. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Price target $100, so that's 57% upside. The number 10 is a clean energy play, so Clearway Energy, C-W-E-N is the code for that one, which is in the wind solar storage space, um, obviously playing on the attractive low beta exposure to the ongoing US decarbonisation trend. Price target there, $39 with 11% upside. Then we have KO, which is Coca-Cola, which is a stable earnings growth, and it's attractive to help ride out defensive times. You know, the company is effectively navigating inflationary headwinds while implementing transformational portfolio and organizational changes. That will help enable it to emerge stronger following the pandemic. So Coca-Cola has been around for a long time. I mean, I love a nice Coke Zero, a Diet Coke, so I think it'll be around for the next 10, 20 years. Price target, $62, so that's 10% upside. So does Charlie Munger still evidently. So the next one is Dexcom, DXCM, which is a medical device company. So another healthcare one, um, which we think is just going to accelerate in the med tech environment. You know, everything that's been sheltered and kept in a bubble from COVID is going to go gangbusters in our opinion. So 660 is the price target and that's a 17% upside for that one. All right. So then we've got 13, which is General Electric. Um, the code is GE. You know what's really interesting? They've actually announced split into three publicly listed entities, which are all investment grade. Um, so, you know, potentially further MMA, M&A here. Um, price target $143. Uh, that's 47% upside. The next one we have is IQVIA Holdings, which is an advanced analytics tech-based company, uh, really in the medical healthcare space, and it's another pharma theme here. So price target for this one, 310, 15% upside. Then we have number 15, which is Microsoft, needs no explanation here. The code is MSFT. Uh, price target is $360, so that's about 5% upside. But we note that consensus actually places 20% upside, so to reach $372. Number 16 is on holding, which is a sports apparel company, and that has a price target of 55 US per share, and that's actually 96% upside from current levels. Then we have Quanta Services. So the code is PWR. Um, it's an electric power and the evolution of EV adoption and renewable energy space. So price target $139, that's 22% upside. Number 18 is SBA Communications, which is a specialized telecommunications REIT based in the US. SBAC is the ticker for that one. Price target 400, so about 11% upside. Then we have Signature Bank, which is quite a cool name. So the code is SBNY, Diversified Financial in a Regional Bank. Upside is 23% with a price target of $375. Coming in at number 20 is T-Mobile. You've probably heard of this. It's another US telecommunications provider, and it's basically leading the charge for 5G in the US. So price target on this one, 170 with about 48% upside on current levels. The number 21 is Ulta Beauty, which is a specialized beauty retailer. And this actually makes Candace's top pick because we agreed on everything else besides two. The price target is $475, so about 18% upside. And finally, lucky last, but not necessarily last in the race, is number 22, WR Berkeley, which is in the business of insurances. So another diversified financial play for this one. 20% upside, we think, to reach a share price target of $97. So 
That's the top 22 global stock ideas, mainly all in the US, thematic investing ideas there, which we think should play out this year. So what's interesting of these 22 global stock picks, nearly 20% of them fall within the tech and semiconductor space. So emerging theme there. And then also a strong other theme to emerge is the diversified financials and then also healthcare. So I think those three themes, tech, diversified financials and healthcare, you know, are going to really stand out in 2022. All right. Yeah. Look, that's pretty exciting. And look, Candice and I decided to pick our top six of these for 2022. Um, Now we agreed on all of them besides number six, and we'll go into more detail with these in our next Autopad episode, you know, Candice versus Felicity. So stay tuned for that battle. (laughs) That's it. And look, so Candice has gone with Ulta Beauty. I've gone with ON Holdings AG. We're going to share a little bit of information about these companies on our socials. So we'd love if you could send us questions about both Alter Beauty and On Holdings that we'll address in our Autopad episode. Now, before we sign off, please remember, although Felicity and I are financial advisors at Shoring Partners, please note our discussion today and all the investments we talked about does not constitute as personal financial advice. As always, you should seek personal financial advice before making any of your investment decisions. But we do want to hear from you. So like Felicity said, drop us an email or slide into our DMs. Let us know what you think about the stocks we've talked about already, or if you've got any other cool investable ideas or ETFs that we can chat about, let us know. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels, um, which will be in the show notes below. Again, follow us on uh, Instagram at Talk Money To Me Podcast for daily market updates. We're also now on Reddit and TikTok, as well as LinkedIn. So we'll put those details in the show notes below. Until next time. Au revoir. Talk Money To Me is a product of Equity Mates media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Talk Money to Me are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equity Mates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of Talk Money to Me acknowledge the traditional custodians and country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.